Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Success Life Live. The radio edition. My name is Eric Reed. I am your host, and I am so glad you've taken time out of your day to sit back and listen and learn and grow your success here with Success Life Live. Again, my name is Eric Reed. I'm your host. I'm a coach, and hopefully, I'm a friend. And so, what I wanted to do today was to sort of back end the conversations that we've been having on the Facebook Live Morning Success Life Live channel. And talk about creating the ultimate relationships. Or maybe we're going to call them the five disciplines of love. I don't know. You get to decide. But in the meantime, what I hope you will do is sit back, pull out your notebooks, put on your thinking caps, and get ready to dive in to another edition of Success Live. Live radio with me, your host, Eric Reed. So often I get asked, Why do you do this success life live thing? Or what is this success life all about? And what I mean by this is that we're not chasing after some golden star, double rainbow, big award at the end of the stage kind of thing, that we are living present and perfectly into each and every moment that we can. And that's building a life of success. And so when we gather, those are the principles that I start with and hope to pour into you some teachings, some ideas, the things I've learned, some coaching that I'm doing, just sort of a combination of everything that's happening around me and through me and give it to you so that you could begin to grow your journey of success. So today we're going to talk about the five disciplines of love. Now, I realize that like once a year or so, we really get into the love thing. We're all about the love thing. You know, it's Valentine's Day. We've got the candy. We've got the heart. We've got the, the sexy, you know, pajamas and the whole thing going on. And then what happens? You can almost see the pages turn in the daytime or the calendar begins to age. And by mid-February, end of February, you know what? All of that discipline, all of that focus, all of that energy around love has seemed to fade and and falter and trip and sometimes fail. And so we need to be as intentional about love as we are about our businesses, about our fitness, about our finances, about everything in life. Love doesn't just happen. We don't fall in love and stay in love. No, we fall into love over and over and over again. If we're living a life of success, we have to have a plan. We have to have a a, a toolkit, so to speak, about how to keep this thing called love alive. Because when it begins to fade, when it goes bad, it goes bad quickly and it goes bad dark. And we can't be successful in business if we're not successful in love. We can't be successful in our fitness if we're not successful in love. We can't be successful in health or any of the other dreams we aspire to, if our love, if that thing that fuels us, that thing that we were created to do most perfectly, is lacking. 
And so I want to take a few minutes and, and give you five basic ideas, principles, thoughts to consider, actions to begin to take around this thing called love. So number one, the discipline of unconditional love and compassion. And what do I mean by that? Well, always put your lover first. It's not about you. Love is not something you turn inward. It's not the person in the mirror. Love is the thing that you give away, you express, you share. And if you're in a relationship, you're in it because of the other person. A healthy relationship, I should say. It's because of the other person. And so you've got to be willing and able to turn that outward. When you develop the skill of heartfelt understanding fully, you become conscious of your partner's inner life. Rather than being an observer and a critic, you feel what they feel. You'll discover the deepest pleasures in your relationship, both in and out of the bedroom. What do I mean is when you become tuned into the other person, when you take the time to step out of your own stuff, to not make it about you, not to worry about you, not to see only you, and you look at the other person, you're like, ah, oh, I'm feeling, I'm hearing, I'm seeing, I'm sensing this about you. How can I come towards you in the spirit of love, of tenderness, of care and compassion, of unconditional. I'm going to pour into you without anything in expectation. I'm going to fill you up. I'm going to bathe you in love. I'm going to shower you with unconditional love. Because what happens? Here's the trick. Here's the, here's the thing. When you step out of yourself and you're able to just be for the other person that you share a life with, they get filled up at such a high level. They have to spill over onto the people around them. And who's one of those people that it spills over onto? Ah, clue, big alert, it's you. And it's your home, and it's your children, and it's your dreams, and it's together the finances and things that you're building. So number one is you've really got to get this thing about disciplining yourself to be unconditionally loving and compassionate. You have to park at the end of the driveway if you're coming in from work and say, wait a minute, I gotta set me here down by the curb for a minute. I gotta let all of the stress, all of the work, all of the worry, all of the things I'm feeling, it's not that they're not important. I'm not gonna bottle them up. I'm not gonna hide from them. But I need to move into a place where I'm open and ready and receptive to give love to the person that shares this home, shares my life. I have to be ready to be compassionate. I have to step into this and I have to be in disciplined about it. Put it on your calendar. Make it a habit. Wear a rubber band around your one wrist and switch it to your right wrist when you've become more aware. You have to be disciplined. Okay? Number two is that idea of um, absolute courage and vulnerability. There are moments when we stand on that edge, when we're toe-to-toe -to -toe with the edge of the cliff, when we're feeling like the next step could be the last or the first. We have got to be disciplined 
about that absolute courage and vulnerability between us and our partner, between us and our spouse, between those that we love. Love no matter what and commit to absolute truth. Do you want to spend 10, 15 years with somebody living behind a mask only to take it off and have them realize that you're not the person that they thought they were, you were, and walk out? No, make truth the foundation. Make honesty the foundation. Make commitment and courage the foundation from the first date until the last moment. Love no matter what. The commitment to be present for your spouse, for your lover, even during the most painful of situations, is the defining test of real love. Anytime you lose trust, interest, or commitment, you drift closer to behaviors of criticism and rejection and, 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 and jealousy, and that ugly evilness starts to pile up and pile in. Stay connected. Stay open. Stay honest. Cultivate your commitment. To, to, to being honest about how you feel and where you're at and what's going on. It may not feel good in the moment, but in the long run, it will be what sustains you. You will know that from the simple to the big, to the tall to the small, that you can bring to your partner, your spouse, your, your lover, any and all things. And that they will receive you in the unconditional love that you have been pouring into them up until that moment. That because you have been disciplined about loving them unconditionally and being compassionate, their tank is full of the same that they have received. And so when you step into this relationship with honesty and commitment and truth, where are they going to draw from? That well of unconditional love and compassion. And if they see you acting in unconditional love and compassion day in and day out, whether it's burnt toast or dented cars, they're going to know that when the big things matter, when the big questions in life occur, when the struggles start to appear, who they can turn to. And they can do so with trust and integrity and honesty. And so never will those big rocks come landing down on your relationship. Never will you have to walk through life wondering, do I need to become the police state? What is the thing that I'm not seeing? What, like that fear and that, that doubt and that insecurity that creeps into relationships that go unmanaged. That won't happen here because you've practiced being honest and open and vulnerable from being willing to say what you're thinking, feeling, needing, and having those needs met, those feelings heard, those words understood. Now, number three on the list is the discipline of knowing the truth. All right, now this is going to be tricky. You got to put down your defense mechanism, put away your sword, quit trying to, you know, but you don't understand what I go through, Coach Eric. If only you knew what I was living in. This discipline of knowing the truth. Here's the truth. It's not a blame game. We come into relationships with so much of our history, so much of our, our perspective and our opinions and our thoughts and our feelings pretty full. 
And then we bring this other person in. We expect them to immediately know and understand just like us. We want them just like us, but we fell in love with them because they were different. And when things don't go right, when we're not feeling at our best, when life is kind of in a little bit of a twist, we want to start blaming the other person. We want to start pointing the finger. We want to start trying to defend our truth. Well, you know what? Truths, they're rare. Beliefs, they're common. And you have a set of beliefs that are formed because of your perspective, your experiences, your personality, your wants, your needs, your desires. And you walk through life often having these beliefs and assuming that they are absolute truths and that everybody on the planet and the universe should share them equally. And that's just not it. Healthy, strong relationships don't play the blame game. It's no one's fault. We are on a journey together. And it is our responsibility to figure out how to navigate it together. Now, there's an art to expressing when you're upset without creating these huge blocks. You know, when you, when you let something bother you for too long, when it begins to sit inside of you and that black hole begins to creep, and creep and creep, you immediately have to jump into the blame game. Oh, I feel this because it's your fault. And if only you had understood, read my mind, fixed it and dealt with it before I had to speak about it, we wouldn't be in this mess, blah, 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 blah. You know it. However, if when something goes wrong, you can come to that other person, that lover, that spouse, that partner and say, you know what? I need to be completely honest here. I need to be completely truthful. I need to be vulnerable. I hope that you will receive me with love and compassion. And you express it without blame, without casting all of it on them, that you can set the contents or context of how you're feeling, but do so in a way that says, when this happened, I felt this. I want you to know Thank you. And the, the dialogue is very much like, I want you to know because you might not be aware. You might not share my perspective. You may not share my belief systems. And so what you said may not seem the same way I received it. You know, that book, Everybody Communicates, Few People Connect, part of being good Part of building these disciplines of love is learning how to connect and not just communicate. Being able to say, oh, I didn't grow up in a house like yours, in a place like yours, in a gender like yours, in social economic. I didn't grow up, and so I didn't understand. I didn't see. I want to know you. I want to, I want to get to the person that's behind the person that's behind the person that's behind the person. And for me to do that, yes, it's important that you come to me and you tell me and you be truthful. And that I don't blame or accuse or hold fault. Now, sometimes I will have to say here in our house, I love to stand up and say, so what you're saying is I was right? Now, I try and always do it with a bit of a smile and a smirk, saying, you know what, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if I was right or wrong, we still have the situation at hand. Don't seek right. Seek solutions, all right? Number four is really listen in because we're talking to self on this one, is that discipline of telling yourself the truth. Commit to moment-to-moment to moment awareness. 
of the impact you are having on the world around you. It's the beginning of trust. It's the start of confidence. It is the point where partnerships begin. When you can see yourself, when you begin to be able to tell yourself the truth, when you begin to say, you know what? Maybe it is me. Maybe the way I approached this wasn't right. Maybe the way that the thing that I was seeking was a little selfish. Maybe all of that thatness that has come between us was fear and doubt and insecurity and ugliness and experiences from the past that I brought everything from the past into this moment and it didn't belong here and no wonder it's all crowded and cluttered and and stinky. Have you ever done that, moved from one house to another, from an apartment into a home and you begin to unpack boxes and it's you're like, what is this? Where did this come from and why is it here? Like this should have been thrown out at the last house. We don't do that in our relationships, in our, in our partnerships, in our language. We bring all of this stuff from the old house into the new house or the new relationship. Some of it we don't even unpack. We just drop it in the middle of the floor so everybody has to walk around it. Some of it we begin to unpack and think it has meaning and significance and purpose in the new place, and it doesn't. But we never become really aware of it. We never begin to tell ourselves the truth about it. And when we do, if we could, we would be able to create the ultimate relationship. You know, without this ability to tell yourself the truth, you can't induce lasting trust. If you can't be true to self, then others don't trust. If you don't trust you, why should I? If you don't believe your truth can withstand the temporariness, the the, the moment to moments of life, then I can't either. When you're true to yourself, others will perceive that and build trust upon trust upon trust. Hold truth to the generosity of its highest intent. Understand that truth, truth, true truth, is that most purest of thoughts, that most purest of beliefs, that commonness between us, not the difference. So again, like I said, we're talking about these five disciplines, these five things that we've got to get into, these five challenges that we got to wake up every single day and and attack. We need them posted on our, our, our bathroom mirrors or refrigerators or noted in our day timers. And number five on this list is the discipline of giving freedom. Now, what does that mean, Eric? I thought we were building a relationship. What are you talking about? Freedom. Well, the power of forgiving, forgetting, and flooding with love. What do I mean by it? Why drag along the baggage of the past and mistakes? Why hold on to things that no longer serve you? Whenever we have a painful experience, we can learn from them or use them to punish ourselves and others. People often blame their partners for their past and deeds. We often get in this thing of everything is somebody else's fault, and if they're not aware of it, it's our responsibility to pile it on and then hit them over the head with the shovel. 
If you want passion, set your partner free. If you want joy, set your passion partner free. If you want life, living, giving energy in your relationship, then you need to set your partner free. See their mistakes from their perspective. See their history from their perspective. See their actions and deeds and words from their perspective, their history, their past, their up until nowness. And then release it. Give them freedom from it. And seek the good in it because all the things that sometimes irritate us about the other one are the same things that we fell in love with. The things that made them who they are, we can't separate out the good and the bad and say, well, I'm only going to let you keep the good things about you and make you get rid of the bad things because those difficulties, those storms, those experiences, those histories have shaped who they are. And at some point, that shaping was enough to make us say, I love you. I want to be with you. I want to commit to you. And so we have to free them. We can't hold them a prisoner to something that happened in the past. We have to be willing to forgive and forget and then flood them with love. Consciously look for the good in life to bring greater pleasure and intimacy between you and your spouse. If, if you can tap into the five disciplines, it's, it's your ultimate unlimited power to care and to love that can make the highest and biggest difference in the quality of your life. And so if you approach these five disciplines, and I'll take a moment and recap them, with intentionality, with focus, with discipline, consistently over time, you will have one of those great love stories that movies are made of. But if you sit back and expect the world to serve, and you have nothing to do about it, and nothing to give, then hey, it's not going to work. And, 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 and before, whoa, I need to pull back and caution here. Before we move forward, we need to move back a step. And in that step, I want you to say, I forgive myself, I love myself, I believe in myself. Up until now, I may have not been great at building the ultimate love story. But moving forward, I will be spectacular at it. You cannot sit and wait for the other person to make the first move. You can't sit and say, well, I've done it all the time in the past. You know what? I'm the one that's always stepping up. I'm always the one choosing counseling or setting up date nights and blah, blah, blah. And I do, I do, I do. And I get nothing, I get nothing, I get nothing. So this time, if he's going to do it, I'm going to make him listen to this podcast. And if he doesn't show up, if she doesn't show up, if they don't show up, then I don't only got nothing to do about it because I've already done my part. It's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. If you're a person of faith, you were given grace long before you deserved it. You got to do the same with the people you want to love, that you want to experience the ultimate love and relationship with. All right? So uncross your arms. Stop twisting that neck, bopping that head, setting up some bad attitude, and say, you know what? I got to do this and I'm going to keep doing it 
And I'm going to challenge myself to do it for the next 100 days without interruption, without break, without excuses. And if it doesn't look like it's working, I'm going to keep on going till I get to the end of my 30 days, 60 days, 100 days, whatever I'm going to challenge myself. And I'm not going to talk about it, and I'm not going to post it on Facebook, and I'm not going to post it on Instagram. I'm not going to tell the world that this is what I'm doing and this is what I expect to happen. No, I'm going to dive fully into this idea that I, I have the ultimate power to create anything I desire in my life. And I desire the ultimate relationship with my partner, with my spouse, with my husband, with my wife. And I can do it. I can do it by following five simple principles. So we better get these principles down. So get them out, folks. Get your paper out. Discipline number one, unconditional love and compassion. Always put your lover first. It's not about you. Discipline number two, the discipline of absolute courage and vulnerability. Love no matter what and commit to absolute truth. Discipline number three, knowing the truth. Here's the truth. It's not a blame game. Know that truth. Discipline number five, the discipline of telling yourself the truth. Commit to moment-to-moment awareness of the impact you have on self and others. And then discipline number five, the discipline of giving freedom. The power of forgiving, forgetting, and flooding the other person with love. I want to challenge you to try these exercises. Schedule periods of time where you will attend to your partner's needs. Put your needs second. Tune into your partner's responses. Refine your approach. What gifts, what gestures, what words strike a chord in your partner? How can you become more proficient in loving and pleasing them? I tell you this, I tell you this, without love, there is nothing else. So often we think if we build success in business, we'll find love. If we get fit, we'll find love. If we have just the right amount of money, we'll find love. If we do this, that, or another thing, we'll find love. I'm pretty sure that there's love right around the corner, maybe in the bed next to you. What we have to do is invest in that love, discipline ourselves in growing that and getting better at it and more of it and deeper into it. And then we will begin to live our life of success. And that's what this show in life is really about. Those moment-to-moment experiences that we can enhance, amplify, and grow to become our better selves. So... I thank you for spending time with me. I thank you for letting me share with you these five disciplines of love. I hope you will take up the challenge. If I can help you in any way, reach out and find me. You can always find me at the website, ericgreed.com. There's a connect link. And if you want to join me weekday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern on the Facebook channel, that's okay. Just go to ericgreed.com. 
We do a little bit of a success life thing there each and every morning at eight o'clock. It's to help us get our mindsets right and to do things that we need to do to get through the day, through the week, and towards our goals and our dreams. And if you found this of value, do me a favor. Just, just share it, like it, follow it, whatever the, the channel that you're listening to, whether iTunes or iHeart or Podcast or Sketcher or whatever it is, whatever that median chooses as a scoring mechanism, do me a favor. Score this comment. Let me know. Because it's ultimately my goal to bring value to you, to add into your life as a coach. I want to do what I can do to help you begin to live your life of success. And one of the ways I can do this better is through your feedback and interaction and comments and connectedness. So do me that favor. I want to raise my game so I can help you raise yours. And I can do that best by hearing from you directly. All right. And if coaching is a question that you've been chasing, hey, check me out, ericgreed.com. Hit the connect, schedule a discovery call. During that call, we spend about 30 minutes and I try and find out where you're at, what you want to do and how you want to accomplish what's next in your life, whether it's in the love and family and relationship side, whether it's in your business, fitness or health. And then we determine an action plan to get you going and a strategy to make it happen. So until we get together for the next, the next episode of Success Life Live Radio. I want you to take real good care of yourself, live life large, and live your life of success. Thanks for joining me. Again, my name is Eric Reed. I'm your host on this episode of Success Life Live Radio. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.